Have a listen to this uh, quite well-known piece of movie audio uh, from the movie The Quiet Man, of course, starring John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara, filmed in County Mayo uh, back in 1952. Now, why would a Yankee from Pittsburgh want to buy it? I'll tell you why, McAleen, old Flynn, young, small Michael Flynn, who used to wipe my runny nose when I was a kid. Because I'm Sean Thornton, and I was born in that little cottage over there. Well, that was a well-known Irish actor, Barry Fitzgerald, which, of course, was his stage name. And his brother, Arthur Shields, also appeared in the same movie. And it has emerged that their mother, Fanny Sophia Shields, was buried in Sligo Cemetery. Um, the grave has been... I don't know if it's been discovered recently or been uh, done up recently because some of our listeners tell us that it was known she has been buried there for quite some time. But in any case, information has been sought on what the connection is, why Fanny Sophia Shields was buried in Sligo Cemetery. And last Monday, which is May Day, of course, red roses were placed on her grave for a very good reason. To tell us more, we're joined by Sligo Independent Socialist Councillor uh, Declan Bree. Uh, Councillor Bree, good morning and welcome. And, Morning, and, and thanks for, for joining us. Well, what can you tell us about Fanny Sophia Shields? And Well, I suppose, Niall, the, the, the issue came to light for us is when we learned that, that she was buried in the cemetery. Uh, most people would have little or no knowledge of a, a chap called Adolphus Shields, uh, who was uh, Fanny's husband. Indeed, many on the left are involved in the trade union movement wouldn't be familiar with him. But for those of us with an interest in the history of the yearly socialist and trade union movement in Ireland, the name Adolphus Shields would ring a bell. He was born in Dublin back in 1857. He was a pioneer of the early labour movement in Ireland. And his name comes up again and again in history. Uh, the late 19th century was, was a time of enormous change in trade unionism in Ireland and Britain. And as the emergence of, of what was described as new unionism in Britain uh, saw the organisation of unskilled and general labourers in mass, something that we uh, actually replicate in Ireland, most notably uh, under the, the leadership of Jim Larkin. And the emergence of the new trade unions, which essentially organised the unskilled workers as opposed to the craft unions of old, had a huge effect on the trade union movement in Ireland. And notably, I suppose, in the setting up of the National Union of Gas Workers and General Labourers back in 1889. And Adolphus Shields was the union's first secretary. And he was one of the organisers and was a speaker at the first ever May Day rally in Ireland in 1890. And their demand back then was revolutionary. It was for an eight-hour day. And we know from newspaper reports that over 10,000 people attended that rally. And the following year, Eleanor Marx, the daughter of Karl Marx, was a guest speaker at the rally. So, you know, looking back at the record, time and time again, one can find his name promoting socialism, radical trade unionism. And this was at a time when the trade union movement here was really in its infancy. And indeed, it was Adolphus Shields who invited James Connolly to leave his native Scotland and to come to Ireland, where he established the Irish Socialist Republican Party in, in, in 1896. And all of us are aware that in the intervening 20-year period, until he was executed by a firing squad in, in, in 1916, Connolly played a leading role in the development of the Irish labour and trade union movement. So we owe a lot uh, to, to, of thanks yeah. to, to Adolphus. Uh, and we know from the records uh, that he, he married, uh, as you say, a German woman, uh, yeah. Fanny uh, Sophie Ungerland, in, in 1881. Yeah, so she, she, was, a, she was a German, native of, yeah, native of Hamburg, so she was German. So. Yes, that's, okay. that's correct. Uh, and, and, and they had seven children. 
And we do know from the history books that their life wasn't easy because, uh, uh, you know, uh, there was never enough money to adequately pay trade union officers at the time. However, uh, interestingly, uh, as you mentioned, uh, two of the children became famous actors and household names. Uh, Their eldest son, William, uh, who took the stage name Barry Fitzgerald, he performed in the Abbey Theatre for decades up until, I think it was 1936, before moving to the United States, and he commenced a a very successful and lengthy film career. In in fact, he was a friend of Sean O'Casey, and and, and he performed in the premiere of O'Casey's The the Plough and the Stars in the Abbey Theatre back in the 20s. And, you know, that play was hugely controversial and causing riots and protests at the time. And when he moved to the States, he he met the film director, John Ford, who who obviously recognised his his acting talents and his ability. And his film career became a huge success with him playing roles in over 50 films. In 1944, he won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor and he was simultaneously nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actor. And we do know that he retired, I think, around 1959 and he died in in, in Dublin in in, in 1961. But probably lesser known is that... His brother, I I, I didn't realise that. And and, uh, this this is Arthur and he was a a well-known actor as well, stage actor. And was in The Quiet Man himself. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you know, apart from his acting, what was really interesting is we discovered that Arthur also played a leading role in, in the national movement. He, he fought in the 1916 Rising, and he was active in the GPO under Metropole Hotel in O'Connell Street during Easter week. And after the surrender, he spent some time in, in Frangoch internment camp in Wales. And like his older brother, he had a long association with the Abbey Theatre as an actor and as a stage manager and director before he commenced his career as a film actor in the US. In fact, I read that before he went out in 1916, he had to retrieve his rifle from under the stage in, 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 the, uh, in the Abbey Theatre. And he appeared in more than 70 films. And, and interestingly, and you just had a clip there, uh, both he and, 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 and his brother, Barry, uh, appeared in The Quiet Man, which was filmed on location in Mayo in 1952. Uh, he died in California, I think it was around 1970. I do know his body was cremated and the ashes were taken back to Dublin and they were buried with, with military honours in, in Dean's Grange, given that he had fought in 1916. And... We know from the records in the cemetery that Fanny Sophie Shields died in 1937. She was aged 84 and was buried in the cemetery. However, you know, we have no idea as to why she was buried in Sligo or what connection she had here. And we certainly would like to hear from any of your listeners who might be in a position to provide us with any information. Her long-neglected grave is just 100 metres from the middle entrance of the cemetery and we now intend to raise some funds to have it refurbished. And I'll I did actually receive a call yesterday from from a Dublin lady who tells me that her her grandfather, a, a Sligo man by the name of James Costello, was a cousin of Barry Fitzgerald, and she said Mr. Costello lived in Coolani. Now I expect to be speaking to her again later today because that could be a significant link. However, yeah. Niall, if any of your listeners can assist, we, we would really be glad to hear from them. Yeah, and, and I, I read out a, a text before 10 when people knew you were coming on uh, from a listener who suggests that uh, Fanny Sophia Shields actually was in a nursing home uh, yes, in, uh, the, in the Nazareth yeah, House. Yes, your listener mentioned Nazareth House, yeah. I think. So uh, this would be back Ro- in... Rose in, in Hill. The, yeah, Rose Hill it was called. Rose so Hill. Something to oh, check yes, in. Rose Hill nursing home. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So we can uh, check we that out would, as well. Yeah, we um, check that out, and and I'm, I would hope that there would be still some records there, and and we just need to find the Sligo connection. Yeah. It's fascinating, and I think people, whether they're interested in trade unionism, politics, or, or acting, or, or, or films, uh, they will all like to 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 to, to yeah. 
you know, but but as you say, it, it, it was relevant considering the history with uh, Fanny's husband and his trade union involvement, Adolphus. It was relevant that you you took the opportunity on May Day to to uh, to place red roses um, as you have done it, for many it, it years. It was appropriate. It was appropriate, and uh, and uh, you know. Um, I think there's a difficulty in actually finding uh, the grave of Adolphus himself. He was buried in Dublin. Uh, he died many years before before Fanny. Uh, but I, I assume that the Labour historians in Dublin would be following that path. 